0: Hey folks, my name is Brett, and I'm one of the hosts of Skeleton House, an audio-only Let's Play podcast where my two friends, Jess, what is happening? Oh my god! and Steve, even he looks spooked. Play through video games, and I edit them, add context, and act as your eyeballs. Also, we have a cat. Come check us out at skeletonhouse.buzzsprout.com, or look up Skeleton House on your favorite podcast app or your least favorite podcast app. I'm not here to tell you how to live your life.
1: Hi, remember me? I'm Bill. I used to host this show. Anyway, uh, I'm here to talk to you today about Anchor. So in case you haven't heard, which I'm sure you've heard a million times by now, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and many many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership and it's got everything you need to make a podcast in one place. I think it's absolutely fantastic and I cannot recommend Anchor enough if you are wanting to start a podcast. It's the best provider that I've ever used. So. Download the Anchor app now or go to Anchor FM to get started today. Now, back to the new host. Not me.
2: Hi. No.
1: Hi there. Just before we start today's episode, I'd like to give a quick thank you and dedication to our good listener, Winter Deesa. Uh, thank you very much, Disa, for all your support. You've been there since uh, before day one, because you noticed a dodgy tweet I sent out by accident. <laughs> but thank you very much for all your love and support for the show. Uh, I would like to dedica- dedicate this review episode to you, DeSA, especially knowing this is one of your favourite games. So thank you very much, and uh, yeah, hope you enjoy the show. To the twenty-sixth, and a very exciting, important episode, Rich, of RPG: The Golden Years.
3: Yay! Golden Years. Hey. <laughs> I know you were stalling for that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was not stalling. <laughs> nope. I had it up. I just I was looking at the wrong thing. <laughs> uh, yes, it is the twenty-sixth episode of RPG. Golden Years. And it's a very special episode, Rich, because we are finally reviewing a game again. <laughs> I know, it's been a while. It's been a very long time. Uh, our last review was episode 10. Uh, look, here, Here's my here's my backup of all the episodes. And there it is, episode 10, Newsbook 1 and 2. Now, episode 13, we did do a Fantasy Star 1 review, but that was just a, an extra game I completed. Look at that. Episode 15 is when we released the, the Liam Mulvey interview. So it's been 11 oh. episodes since then. Eh. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's been a long, long time, Rich. Yeah. It's been a long, old grind for me and you. And, but do you know what? It's been a good grind. It's been a happy grind. It treat. has been. Yeah. And um, yes, do you know what I need next? What's that? I need some of this.
3: Dude, I need a saga. What's the saga?
1: It's the Final Fantasy Legend.
3: Yes. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my copy.
1: Uh, have, you, have you managed to see if it's being shipped yet?
3: Not yet. I haven't seen if it's been shipped. Um, probably when this episode release it, it should be
1: shipping. Hopefully, man. Hopefully. You need that game to turn up. I don't think it's a particularly long one. Um, no. Uh, it looks pretty cool. Um, I've already delved into it a little bit. I've already released one episode. Uh, oh. I found a nice article on it in uh, Hardcore Gamer. <laughs> 101. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't speak I don't think it's supposed to be particularly that bad but um yeah it seems um seems like an enjoyable one. Uh I'm not very far into it. I'm kind of just learning learning the system as it was. It's okay. um it's odd. You know, there's no there's no EXP. There's not. How do you level up? I've got no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it just happens uh, I think it depends on what characters you've got so um, in the item shop you can buy things and so far all I've bought is like a HP up type thing but only my human characters can take those so you can sort of buy and customise your human characters um, now I downloaded the manual for this game Rich, <laughs> which includes like a little bit of a guide for the beginning of the game so uh, that's all I've okay. really uh, apart from a couple of articles on development that's all I've really read on it Um so I'm trying to keep. I was. I was just going to use a guide to just bash through the game, but I'm actually quite enjoying playing it blind. Okay, you know, I mean, may do the same thing then. If it, it feels like I don't know, it feels like a nice experience playing it blind. <laughs> Although apparently you can grind yourself into a corner. <laughs> oh, good. I like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I've got a, a fairly balanced team, which uh, I picked uh, with uh, our Discord listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went on Discord, asked for a bit of advice. Um, so I've gone for two humans, um, one mutant who's my party leader, which I think was uh, supposedly a bad choice, but it doesn't—I don't really care—and <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> and then I've got a monster who's an albatross. Now apparently the monsters level up um, when you fight other monsters. They drop meat. Sometimes they drop a piece of meat at the end of the battle, and you feed that to your monster, and that helps it level up. But you're supposed to um, you're supposed to be careful because. It, you know, giving it the meat of more powerful monsters will make your monster more powerful. And I think it also evolves into different monsters as you go.
3: Which oh. sounds
1: pretty cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, if you give it the meat of more powerful monsters, obviously it becomes more powerful. But you can actually make it weaker if you give it the meat of weaker animals. Ah. Oh. So you've got to be careful. And apparently uh, the mutant character just randomly levels up at the end of levels. Uh, the mutant character has four abilities. And... <clears throat> Uh, apparently it's um, <laughs> apparently it's random which abilities you get, and so you could have a bunch of good abilities, and then it could just randomly be replaced one day with a shit ability. <laughs> <laughs> so in the in the guide itself, it actually tells you, you know, <laughs> it says P- uh, parties we don't recommend. <laughs> wow, like four, this is like does it? Yeah, it it says like four monsters and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, four monsters and four uh, hang on, where is it? There we go. We do not recommend these parties. Four mutants or four monsters. Both these parties have serious disadvantages in HP levels. <laughs> and the four monster party cannot wear any armour. And that's that's on the um the guide? Yeah, man. Hang on, let me uh, let me share my video with you. Can you see my video? Yep, I can see. There you go so here's my p- can't see you. here's the PDF of my guide and there it is Parties we do not recommend that's crazy <laughs> so yeah I kind of I thought I'm gonna have a look at the guide because I had a look at the guide for fantasy star 2 for today uh, and realized oh man I should have read this <laughs> 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 I really should have read this guide before I started <laughs> this 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 game makes a whole much more sense reading the guide there's just there's a walkthrough in the guide that's what everyone's talking about when they said about spoilers rich okay there is a walkthrough so um so let's uh, let's go let's go on um, let's get our uh, our weekly stuff out of the way quickly. Okay? Yeah. So we had our brackets that we shared out. Uh yep. here we go. So um <clears throat> now the first bracket rich that we should have should have been the the leftover one from the week before uh where we had uh Goku versus Frieza both from Dragon Ball Z. You want to see who won?
3: Um I'm going to guess. Let me let me guess. Frieza and Goku
1: Hmm? No, no, they, they were fighting each other, Rich.
3: Oh, they were fighting each other. Oh, uh <laughs> Goku. Sorry, I, <laughs> yeah, Freezer was like,
1: Goku won by a, a staggering ninety-two <laughs> percent, over twenty-four votes. uh Yeah, it was amazing because obviously Goku drew against Claude, Freezer beat Claude, and then Goku beat Freezer to a pulp. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> But yeah, that was the last one from that one. And then we have uh, Aya versus Rose. So Aya Brea from Parasite Eve versus Rose from Legend of Lagoon. And uh, Aya won that. Are you serious? Yeah. What? Yeah, Aya won it. It was fairly close for a while. I saw um, Lycan of Light posted. Uh, he he retweeted our tweet saying, come on, let's give uh, Aya some love. <laughs> and then um, uh, uh, Schweiss tweeted on that saying, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, oh no, sorry. Uh, sorry, Lycan tweeted, "Let's give Rose some love," and then Schweiss tweeted, uh, "No, <laughs> let's give Is some uh, love," and then I tweeted today. I'm pretty sure Joe actually gave Aya some love at some point.
3: <laughs> and I thought they would not be for that;
1: they would go against
3: her. But whatever.
1: Yeah, it was very close until uh, until that tweet went out. So I suspect a few of the um, of the nude of the nude listeners may have seen it and gone for the parasite Eve. But it wasn't me this time. No, I blame Lycan uh, for that. He's got powerful followers and he doesn't realise it. <laughs> so the final bracket from last week. Um who was it? Oh yeah, it was <clears throat> Adol from Yeast versus Noctis from Final Fantasy fifteen. Okay, now Noctis better have won this one, I swear to God.
3: <laughs>
1: it's it was it's a very close battle. Thirty votes there, Rich. Thirty votes, do you wanna see? Okay. Yeah, I wanna see, let's do this. What the hell? <laughs> it's really close. Adel won. Ah. I mean, that looks like Adel's won by about one or two votes. That it's is just... 53% goes to Adel. Now, you may you may have noticed in the tweet that went out, which I use, you know, a pretty much a cut and paste format. I just changed the thing at the top. But there is a little thing at the bottom that says, make the right choice and pick Adel. <laughs> yeah, I see that. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> <laughs> but admittedly, like, until yesterday, I mean, the, this um, when this first went out, Noctus shot into the lead and I remember seeing it at some point like it was near 10 votes and Adel had like 15% and I thought oh he's just going to get smashed so I just ignored it and then when I looked yesterday it was really close but it was kind of like the reverse of this and uh. it was like uh, so yeah Noctus was just in the lead and then yeah it looks like uh, Adol's just popped in there his little red head All my, uh, my favourite characters
3: are dying here <laughs> <laughs> What Goku <coughs> well, I mean, still, but I wanted him to beat. Cla- uh, I wanted Claude to win, but whatever. Claude, huh. oh, oh yeah, Claude. I knew that was a long shot, but <laughs> but seriously, I figured Rose at least would win, and so would um, uh, Noctis. But what,
1: whatever. I guess. <laughs> yeah, screw you guys. <laughs> whatever, people. Every- everyone hates the you. Dreams. Dreams is true. <laughs> uh, right. So um, next. So this week's folks. Oh, oh, we've got. We've got the two biggest people in the uh, in the whole competition up next, Rich. Oh yeah, we have Kefka that? from Final Fantasy right. VI versus Bill from Oblivion. There's no I think that, Bill's going to get destroyed. Uh, there's no way Bill can lose this. Bill Bill is going to win. Kefka has got no chance up in his silly little god tower playing with his free statues.
3: I don't know. Every time I say somebody's going to win, they didn't happen. So I'm going to say go, Bill. <laughs> and then see what
1: happens and then um, oh, oh this is quite a big one as well actually uh, we have Ash from Pokemon who I, I believe he was the one in Pokemon yellow but um, yeah you know Ash from Pokemon whoever the lead person is in Pokemon versus Ramza from Final Fantasy Tactics I think that's, I'm not quite,
3: comment on I think
1: that's quite a good that, that's quite a good fight it should be yeah I reckon Ramza's gonna win it
3: He's I'm not so, saying a word.
1: He's got so much more plot behind him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's it, really. Um, we've got no um, no Japanese games to vote for. No other games to squeeze into our, our lists at the moment. We're all good, That's Rich. okay. Okay. So, should we get into it? Should we get into the meat, it. the meat of the matter? Here we go, yeah. guys. It's time for Bill and Rich to finally review a game that we haven't done for ages. And what are we going to review?
3: I need a saga. What's the
1: saga? It's the Final Fantasy Legend. Nope. Oh, it's no Fantasy right, Star 2. That <laughs> yes, I've completed it already, Rich. No, I haven't. Oh no, we're, doing, we're doing Fantasy Star 2, guys. <laughs> Sorry, just playing. Just playing with Rich's mind. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> So, Fantasy Star 2. Now, I found some interesting uh, developer um, interviews on this one, Rich. Okay. <laughs> Which I thought was quite interesting. So, this game was originally released uh, way back when, in 1989. Uh, and it was like released a week before... Uh, and I think it was released a couple of weeks... No, two months before Final Fantasy 1 was released in North America uh, in 1990 and it was released for the Sega Genesis but it was originally designed uh, to be released on the Sega Master System and then they were told no we're going to change this uh, because they uh, Sega had the old um, uh, the 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 ratings coming in from all the computer game magazines back in the day because the internet wasn't huge um, <clears throat> and fantasy star 1 was being really well reviewed so they was like okay let's let's start work on fantasy star 2 uh, and then they basically scrapped everything, because um, it was originally going to be some sort of weird time plot integrating with Fantasy Star 1. And they moved it to the Mega Drive or Genesis. And they only had half a year to develop the entire game. Wow. That's not a lot of time. That's not a lot of time. And that includes debugging as well. And I have to say, there isn't a lot of bugs in this game. Most of the bugs in this no. game that I noticed were text-based, and you know you can blame that on the people who translated it afterwards. <laughs> I would <laughs> agree with that. So, just some interesting uh, development facts to throw in from the beginning, from this interview. So this interview was uh, with Miki uh, Morimoto, who was one of the game designers. Uh, Toru Yoshida, who seems to be the guy who speaks the most. <laughs> he was one of the graphic designers. Uh, Riku uh, Kodama, was a character designer and Kotaro uh, Um <clears throat> so uh, Yoshida mentions during the interview that uh, the descendants of Alice, uh, Tyrone and Mayu from the original Fantasy Star were all set to appear in Phantasy Star 2 uh, but they actually all do appear in Fantasy Star 2 but they're just not actually uh, it, it, the game doesn't actually tell you <laughs> <laughs> why uh, would they they would never tell you that stuff i know um oh did you um, oh, i forgot to ask rich because um, obviously we mentioned last week you know rich did not finish Final uh fantasy star 2 uh, but nope. he's being punished with playing fantasy uh final fantasy one <laughs> <laughs> i'm and pretty you,
3: far in that so far
1: yeah how far have you got up to
3: um i'm level 14 all my characters are level 14 um i am where am i hang on
1: <laughs> well oh, i'll tell you me. what i'll give the um i'll give the listeners a little um a little insight into the back end of our lives <laughs> uh, we had a uh, i was just messing around with rich but he's silly uh as as he is normally he's very foolish and he tends to agree with stuff <laughs> yeah <I do. laughs> um <clears throat> me and uh me and the other guys who help uh develop uh hoggib um we were t- we were chatting away on our little uh development chat. And I said, "Hey, why don't we uh, why don't we all pick uh, a character uh, class for Rich's Final Fantasy One playthrough?" And foolishly, Rich said yes. He forgets. Well, it's part of the punishment. Yeah. uh, Well. Yeah, but we added it in like in retrospect. (laughs) You were already being punished, and we added to your punishment. (laughs) That's okay. But uh, yeah, I think you forget how nasty me and um, (laughs) me and Jay like to be. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we end up picking the classes for Rich. And so, um, based on the classes that we've picked, (laughs) we've actually named uh, Rich's playthrough of the game, which is called Mages Gone Wild. (laughs) Yeah, it's all mages. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, in the future, we're going to give you updates on uh, Rich's uh, Final Fantasy 1 progress, and it's going to be called the Mages Gone Wild section. Uh, He's got one red mage, which is uh, Scott's uh, pick. Uh, me and Jay both picked white mages, so he's got two white mages, and his third pick from uh, Cameron was a black mage. <laughs> so you've yep. got you've got some damage output, Rich. It shouldn't be too savage on you.
3: I do. So what I've been doing so far is I've been grinding a lot um, to get everybody where I need to. Grinding for cash, um, you know, buying all the spells I need, all that fun stuff. I'm actually past um, the pirate fight mm-hmm. in Final Fantasy One. I'm in uh, Eltham. Oh, you Right you,
1: now? So I would, yeah. Oh, that's pretty impressive. You're, you're, yeah. you're burning through the game. I'll say, I think yep, it should only be about 20 hours at most, really. Yeah. You
3: should be all right. Just don't well. do the extra dungeon. <laughs> nah. I mean, I might after the review and stuff, but, you know,
1: yeah, we'll man. see. We'll see. Um, oh, cool. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, one of the descendants. So, uh, oh, did you listen to my um, my Let's Play of Fantasy Star 2 as well? Would it be in the hol- didn't get a chance i tried and i kept getting interrupted oh okay so um all right well there's this um there's this guy who picks you up from a uh, space station called tyler he's the descendant of tyrone from the first game who's tyrone i think he was called something different in the english version (laughs)
3: probably (laughs) i'm looking here
1: i've got the uh plot here pulled up too so i can review it oh okay yeah so uh, rolf's rolf's the descendant of alice which is mentioned during the game and then when you're on d zone you're going through the Sucre space station there's loads of cats that you can talk to and they're all the descendants of Mayu, who's the cat, and they—they're all supposed to be like the uh, the, uh, the kittens of Mayu. <laughs> um, one of the things he did mention was that uh, Mayu was spo- uh, the one of the cats was supposed to become a playable character, but they couldn't get the animation to look right during the fight scenes, so they just abandoned the idea, <laughs> uh, which was, which I thought when, was quite funny. Yeah, when all else fails, just scrap it. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, and then Yoshida also mentions in the second half of the game, um, you you collect a lot of masata, and I I finished with a ridiculous amount of masata by the time I got to the end of the game, and so they came up with two high price items to um, uh, for sale as way for players to spend that money. Uh, one of them was the uh, Habs Habs uh, I can't even say Habspussy, <laughs> which was a, a robot from uh, Fantasy Star One, which doesn't actually do anything, and the other one was supposed to be. Um, <clears throat> uh, a statue of Tyrone, uh, but unfortunately they had to uh, delete it because it just put the memory over. <laughs> so they had to delete it That's because weird. they didn't have enough memory for it. <laughs> uh, and now this one, this one's going to uh, pique your interest. Another issue was related to the dungeons, uh, in which uh, were created by a new employee. Because he was new, he put in a ton of effort into the maps and kind of overdid it. <laughs> This is this is Yoshida's words, by the way. Uh the game became more about complex dungeons than anything else. I think you really see that on um Dizo Dungeons. Uh they were really well done and when um Akio saw them she didn't want all the new employees' hard work to be for naught. So we ended up <laughs> using these maps, albeit with some mixed feelings. They contributed to the later half of the game being unbalanced. That son of a bitch. He <laughs> was overachieving. Oh, well, <laughs> oh, excuse me, sorry, i have got a bit of a cough. Um uh, yeah, well he really worked hard on it. But then that's I think that's kind of what you know, the people who managed to finish the game <laughs> That's what they love about it. They love about the fact there's a there's a good difficulty arc. Um Wait, And this game was, this game was really well rated back in the day, Rich. This was like, you know, yeah. tens and nines and five stars. Uh you know, in the more modern age it gets a it gets an eighty on Metacritic. But I can't well, see how yeah. given all the old reviews that it has. But, fantasy, what is Fantasy Star 2, people? Let's start with the story Fantasy Star 2 takes place 1,000 years after the events of its predecessor uh, and follows the journey of a government agent named Rolf and his friends uh, who are on a mission to discover why the planet of motor uh, uh, why the protector of motor, Mother Brain has started malfunctioning uh, So this is set uh, deep within the Andromeda galaxy uh, in the algol uh, star system uh, the parent star Algo, which is referred to uh, by in our games as Algo I think it gets retconned and has an extra L added into it later <laughs> uh, has three planets orbiting around it so you've got Palm, which is the home of the government uh, also all the governors, the treasures and the great thinkers dwell in their ivory towers is what it says here <laughs> away from the hubbub of everyday life the next planet is Mota, which is also called Motavia uh, which is the shining jewel uh, it was once a desert planet infested with ant lions. Uh, which is where, you know, in fantasy Star One, you do travel around that planet, and it is a desert, and it is infected with antlions lions. They block oh. your way everywhere. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, Motor has been transformed into a, a blue and green tropical paradise. It's basically the um, uh, the farming planet. So that's what all those domes are, Rich. They are crops. What? Yeah, you know, as you're walking around the, the map, and there's all those domes that you have to walk around. Yeah, yeah, they're they're all crops that have been grown for all the other oh, planets. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I, w- I wish we'd read the uh, the manual. <laughs> all this nah. stuff would have made so much more sense. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, and water is regulated into dammed rivers. Uh, life on Motor is sweet, peaceful, and easy. The people have everything they want and don't need to work. Uh, the furthest out is Dizo. And, which is the ice planet, and little is known about this mysterious dark planet. It just has some very angry aliens <laughs> that don't really like talking too much. Uh, so angry. yeah, so that's it. You start the game, you've got Rolf and Nye, uh, you're given you a little mission to go find out what the hell's going on with Mamba Brain, and you're just kicked out into the world. Um, <clears throat> the battle system. Uh, how would you... <laughs> do, do you want to talk about your pains of the battle system, Rich? To begin
3: with? Yeah. Okay. I will start the battle system deal. So, with most RPG games, I guess probably, I want to say mid 90s and, and on up, you know, every player gets a tutorial of how to use the battle system, you know, what's going on, um, how to make it effective. Fantasy Star 2 does not do that at all. It decides to kick you in the crotch and <laughs> says, just figure it out. Just figure it out. So, about four or five hours in the game, I finally figured how to use the damn thing. Uh, when thanks to another to a listener basically said, uh, oh, you can just go in there, do uh, click strategy, select your character and change what they want to do. My yeah. mind was blown. I was pissed off because I spent the entire time doing all that. So, um, yeah. I was very angry with that. <laughs> just very, very angry.
1: Yeah, sorry, dude. Uh, but again, okay. it's um, why we should have read the manual. The manual would have explained yeah. it to us yeah (laughs) but i didn't do that because someone i don't know who said it was like
3: don't read the manual because it's got a uh uh spoiler and i'm like okay that's fine (laughs) and then i didn't and then it totally kicked me in the crotch yep big old
1: kick in the crotch uh i was just thinking quickly if i could find a manual but i can't (laughs) um Oh, this is Did the, one with the someone, someone, yeah, this is the one I found. Someone had, um, someone had convert has converted the manual lovingly into um, HTML. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this does sort of tell you, you know, preparing for your adventure. You know, it, it literally does the whole. It does actually take you through the whole game. It tells you how to buy stuff from shops. Tells you how to equip your characters. And and let's also back up to that point. Why is everything so damn expensive? I mean, <laughs> Jesus, that's the point, man. You're supposed to um, no. Yeah. You're supposed to you're supposed to well, that's one of the things you're supposed to grind mostly. You're supposed to grind Mercedes so you can buy stuff. It's an expensive place, man. Well, let I me mean, let me throw this
3: out there. You're a government official. Just take your shit. Just take it. <laughs> I mean, government confiscate. I need this for, for this, this mission. You know, just say I gotta commandeer all this gear, I'll bring it back.
1: Well, Shy does later on. <laughs> but we'll get to Shy in yeah. a second. So Still. So yeah, the battle system is actually, it's fairly simple, despite the fact it doesn't really tell you anything. So when, sure you, when, you, when you start into the battle, you can have up to four characters. You start off with just the two, and you're presented with uh, two options. You've got fight and order. So, you know, initially, I, I did the same thing as Rich. I kind of just thought to myself, well, order must just mean, you know, who's going to go first. But you hit fight, and they just attack. No, they don't even, oh, actually, Rolf attacks and Nide defense. <laughs> that's where you got stuck wasn't it right <laughs> nice yeah. nice default I was like, what? yeah nice default when you first start the game is set to defend because she hasn't got any weapons you're supposed to go to the shop buy her a weapon stick it in her hand and then you can change her then you can use the order command go to your character and then you can change between one of four options you've got attack defend item and magic uh, or technique as it's called in this one Um, so yeah so you're supposed to equip nye and then when you get into a fight change her to fight and then she's actually really really fucking good (laughs) if you give her two steel bars in each hand and she just does a double attack she's awesome i absolutely loved nye she was like my one of my favorite characters in this game she was brilliant she was an absolute destroyer but yeah you're supposed to so if you hit fight and you don't touch any other buttons afterwards it literally auto battles but it just auto battles with whatever you'd selected. If you'd selected to use a healing item, it would use that healing item and then flick them back to attack. So I really liked that function, considering this is such an early game. It did you could auto battle it, um, and then you know to, just to if you do a round, you hit fight. It will all, you know, you have to do one round, so it will do every single character's action, and then if you've pushed C in between that time, it will. When it gets to the end of all the actions, you'll get the chance to go and again choose choose order, and you can choose different things like magic. Uh, I have to say, the magic system kind of went over my head in this, Rich. The names were just an absolute fucking joke. Yeah, and there's no description on them. No, it's just you have to use them and see what they do. Like foyer is a fire move, but then there's Nah Foy which is a stronger fire move and then there's like Jizan I just like after a while I just gave up I just couldn't be bothered (laughs) Um, yeah so the magic the magic system seems cool um, but I just couldn't I couldn't work it out because the names are just fucking ridiculous just call it fire please (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, I, I imagine if I was a kid, I would have been a lot more interested in it. You know, I would have gone outside of a town, got into a battle, and tried out each and individual one, and then gone back to the town and healed up. Uh, and then I would probably made notes on what does what, and then I'd have just remembered it after a while. But yeah, I just I didn't have the patience for it. <laughs> you know, and then in the latter parts of the games, when I'm trying to fight bosses, because there's only there's only like two actual no three actual bosses in this game. Yeah, I think we uh, were telling me that. There's there's like two other I think there's two other uh you know forced encounters. Uh one of which you can't win and uh, another which you can win, I think. But they're just against like, you know, uh, mechs. There's just, like three of them on screens. So it's a bit more than you you're used to playing when you're walking around. But yeah. Um, but yeah, there's only actually three proper what I would call boss fights in this game. And yeah, the last two I needed help with. So I looked at a guide and it was just like, hey, make sure Rolf uses this attack first and then uses Narfoye from there onwards. It was like, okay, <laughs> I'll take note of that. And then it was like, yeah, Kane, make sure he uses this attack. So I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the, yeah I'm sorry, that did go over my head. Apart from the res, you know, G res, you know, you worked out every time there was a new res spell, it was slightly stronger than the last one and that was your healing spell. <laughs> um, but that was the battle system. We also have uh, saving. Now, saving in this game, I thought, was a really cool little feature. You could... Uh, well, in the beginning of the game, you could only save inside um, one of the towns. There's a special little building you go to. And the way they describe it is they literally download your memories into a computer. And I thought that was a really nice little touch. Considering this is like a futuristic sci-fi game, you know? Your,
3: yeah, I your, get that. your
1: save is literally... Uh, as far as the in-game world is, your memories being downloaded into computer, and the same thing for when a character dies. You don't just have like a magical phoenix potion to f- throw on them and they come back to life. You go back to town, and there is a really creepy clown dude <laughs> working in a clone lab who will clone your character back to life with all yeah, of his. I memories thought
3: that was uh, like a
1: a, de- a dead guy working he, there. He looks dead. Uh, everything I, everything I've looked at online, they all describe him as the clone clown. <laughs> <laughs> or a very dead fat person. Yes. Yeah, he's got a re- he's he's one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, I I thought that was a really nice little touch to add to the game. You know, yeah. <clears throat> saving your memories to save your game, and uh, yeah, having to resurrect your characters by getting them cloned again. And I, I I put the fear of God into Rich at the beginning of the game as well. When I told you every time you clone a character, they lose stats. Yeah, I was freaked out about that. <laughs> and then somebody's like, "No, that's not true." And I'm like, yeah. "What?" <coughs> Like I say, me and Jay are evil. <laughs> yeah, and so I, I, they they were two cool mechanics in this game. Now, the characters that you collect along the way, again, it tells you to do this in the, in the guide, Rich, but it doesn't tell you to do it in the game. Um, every time you get to a new town, you're supposed to go back to the starting town where Rolf lives in Peso, go to Rolf's house, and then there'll be a new character waiting for you. Um, most of them just say hey i hear you're trying to uh, fuck shit up (laughs) let me join you basically uh so we so as the game goes on now we only collect these characters on the planet of um on the planet motor so as you go through the first half of the game motor you collect all you collect your team then you sort of get a feel for which ones you like so the first character we collect is rudo (coughs) who is a absolute uh, powerhouse Uh, he's basically the tank so you can reorder your team, you stick him out front, and then he's more likely to get hit by enemies. And he has higher HP and better defence. So he's good to stick out there. Um, well you got Rolf and Nye. You know. uh, I keep going to Nye. I think her name's Ni.
3: Um I'm gonna go, <laughs> I'll say Knee. That's probably yeah.
1: good. Yeah, I've I've seen videos on it. But uh Nye's pretty cool. Uh is pretty cool. She's some sort of weird bio human. Is <laughs> uh, how she's described. Um she kind of Rolf found her like a couple, like a year or so before the game started. Is supposed to be yeah. her backstory, uh, but we'll get we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, yeah, Rolf signed found, but they're um. So yeah, she's called a Newman because she's not actually human. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she's like Rolf's best friend basically, and she goes, "Hey, I can't let you go out on on your own. I'm coming with you." Um, yeah, Rudo, he's the powerhouse of the group. Um, yeah, I agree with that uh he's he's referred to as a hunter uh he uses mostly uh weaponry like uh, guns and stuff and he has no techniques so his only job is to soak up damage and give out damage and he was very good at that um amy uh she's the healer she's a doctor uh and she literally just learns tons of healing spells she's pretty useless as far as combat goes (laughs) hugh We pick up the purple-haired Hugh. (laughs) Uh, Hugh Thompson, who's a biologist. And he's got techniques that are particularly good for killing bio-monsters. So again, early parts of the game, he's really useful for that sort of thing because you're only fighting bio-monsters. Later on in the game, you only fight robots, in which Kane becomes useful. (laughs) Kane is no good at killing bio-monsters, but he's he's a mechanic, so he's really good at killing metal monsters. So you can see how it was going here with trying to sort of uh, work your team together. Uh, now, my second favourite character of the game, Anna, who is a guardian. Uh, again, she just turns up and just says, "Can I can I, can I join you along? I want to kill shit." <laughs> um, yeah, she was pretty good when I used her. Yeah, I loved her. She was brilliant. She had, um, she again, she could dual wield slashes, and slashes had like an AOE type effect on occasion. If you hit the one on the left, it would go all the way to the right, hitting each enemy with the same amount of damage. So I really liked using her. Her techniques were mostly useless to me, but she was, uh, she was a good combatant. Um, and then finally there's uh, Sheer, who I only used once and just gave up with her. She's a thief. <laughs> uh, every time you go back to town. Uh, you can walk into a shop, and if she's in your team, there's a chance when you come out of the shop she will no longer be in your team. And they go, oh, she has disappeared. You don't have to go all the way to, all the way back to Peso, all the way back to Rolf's house, and she'll be there, and she will just be like, oh, I just fancied a walk. And then when you look in her items, she'll have a new item that she's stolen from the shop. Now, most of the time these are quite um, valuable items like Star Mist and Moonju. So Star Mist heals all of your party back to full health, and Moonju uh, will revive a dead character in battle but uh yeah that was it i just didn't really use her <laughs> and so that's that's our uh, that's our team of characters my end game okay. was uh, rolf rudo uh, anna and kane i went with all power <laughs> so um what happens people yeah i we've described the game um <clears throat> what happens is you go out and you grind and you grind and you grind <laughs> There's so oh, much you do. there's so much grinding to be done in this game. You need to grind Mercedes to get better weaponry and you need to grind uh, monsters to get XP's to level up your characters. It's uh, it's not an easy grind either. No. Now one of the nice things is um when you do get shy, uh you can take her into the central control tower, you know where Rolf gets all of his orders from. And she will steal an item called the Visiphone, uh which will let you then save anywhere rich yeah yeah, <laughs> uh, which is pretty good but yeah so Rolf and I set out on the world um, they they uncover a little plot where some gangsters have kidnapped this guy's daughter and they're ransoming, ransoming her uh, so this is basically the plot of Taken uh, and this guy he decides to make the money to rescue his daughter he just parks up inside one of the bridges to get into the next area of the map and he won't let anyone pass and he just either kills them and steals their money um, you rescue her, his daughter. You take the daughter to him, but she's wearing some sort of mask, <laughs> uh, and he doesn't recognize her. And he kills her for money. Then when he realizes it's her, he blows himself up. <laughs> it's a tragedy, Rich.
3: Yeah, that was that was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. I was like, okay, that's that's <laughs> odd. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. just
1: trying to get you an idea of the despair that the the Motarians are falling into. Um, so we carry on. Uh, we're still trying to figure out who this. Um, What's going on with Mother Brain and why all these bio monsters are being released? So we eventually, after lots and lots of um, questing, and oh my god, I need to talk about Uzo. <laughs> Fucking Uzo. Oh, I didn't have a problem with that one. <clears throat> no, because you're using a guide. Do you know yeah, how hard it, it is to find a dungeon when there's no entrance? Uh, very hard. It's just the left side of that mountain, on that island. You know, you can walk around that island. And normally, you'd expect to see a little cave marker somewhere, or a little sort of discoloration. At least when you go into the control tower in the water, there's like a a pixel square on the floor which looks different, and you can't go over it in your little scooter that you get. You know? But, no, not Uzo. There's no fucking entrance. And it's just like, I just accidentally wandered into it. I was just like, oh my god, where where, where did this come from? (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm in this bloody maze of the mountain. Uh, Yeah, all... all, let's get this over and done with all of the all of the uh, dungeons and mazes it's the control tower that broke me and I started using maps (laughs) yeah Uh, I think it was the control tower I'll I'll confirm that in a moment but yeah so oh man that fucking Uzo really pissed me off that took me so long to find the entrance to that place but yeah you created them. like I said he was a pain in the ass (laughs) I think he did a really good job they are absolutely beautifully done but yeah my god they are they they all make this game's challenge this game a challenge, and I would actually say if it wasn't for that guy, uh, I'd be I don't know if I'd like the game quite as much. <laughs> but it's the uh, yeah you work your way through you go to the climate control tower which is the one that's underwater, and then you get all the way to the centre because um, you know, the climate controls what's being messed up, and you find someone standing there called Nye First or Knee First. What you find out is, is that she is the other half of your character Nye, which is nuts. Uh, and they they have a fight of each other, Nye and Nye first. That's weird. Uh, well, no, because Nye first uh, or Nye Nye and Nye first were created by the bio systems. Uh, they were created by the doctors, but they didn't like what they created, so they tried to destroy it, but they couldn't destroy it because she was too powerful. So she destroyed them, and then she took over the climate control tower and then started le- releasing bio monsters into the world. Um, there was goodness inside of her so she split into two and the good side of her was Nye and the bad side is Nye first. So you've got this conflict going on between the two. Uh, now why Nye decided not to mention this until this moment is beyond me. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, hey, oh, by the way, that's the second half of me. Uh, I Sorry. wonder where i left that. <laughs> but yes, uh, they fight each other and she kills Nye and Nye dies. And that's it, Rich. Wait, what? This this is why I kept telling you, you need to finish Climber Control. I know you got stuck in this dungeon. I know you went in it about four or five times and died. But yes. This is this is, this is is Rich's demise was this moment, guys. Uh, okay, so she died and then you lose her as your... I was wondering why you didn't keep her. <laughs> yeah, I know. I loved her, the bits. You can't... The thing is as well, until this point, you can't actually remove her from your team. Her and Rolf, you have to be in the team at all times. Oh. so you're kind of like I, I didn't realise that until b- just before I came into climate control I thought oh, I'll take Nye out and I'll try and grind this other character I've just picked up called uh, Kane. and it was just like oh I can't remove Nye I was like, oh, that's weird <laughs> but all the, all the signs were there Rich she, she levels up twice as quick as everyone else <laughs> yeah. you can't take her out of your team she's a permanent member yeah they, she dies man that's it well, why can't you go to the, the clown dead person and just revive her? You do, but he says he can't revive her because she's only half complete. Oh, no, she can't, he can't revive her because he hasn't got Nia first to revive. They have to but exist. But he can arrive, revive her originally. No, they have to exist. They, they both have to exist. Oh. Because okay. this is the thing in the game. Right? Nia first is almost impossible to beat in the single fight with Nye but if you grind nye enough you can beat her but the game will still kill both characters off and it'll have a little scene saying they can't exist at the same time oh <laughs> so nye still die so even if you went out and you did all the grinding you needed so that nye was capable building build, uh killing nye first on her own um she'd still die well that's just crap but, it's okay, awesome. Right. It's awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. My let's play, like I am devastated. <laughs> I am absolutely devastated. Like, I've I listened to it back a few times. And my voice is quivering. <laughs> so I'm like, "Nice, yeah. dead? What? No, what's happened? Not nice. She's so powerful." <laughs> uh, yeah. So you're, you're you're then just thrown into a battle where you have to try and kill her of just your other three party members, and she's dead. It felt. It really I felt crazy. like a nuzlocke, man. I felt like I had to go back to the PC and release her into the wild. <laughs> Just like yeah I can't have nye anymore.
3: <laughs> Jeez.
1: So uh when you when you kill nye first uh, the da- uh, the climate control actually blows up and then uh, the weather system on motor just goes absolutely haywire. Uh but in the process all the bio monsters are gone. Yay. Jeez. But because everything's gone tits up um your governor uh, bloke who gives you all the missions goes well I know it's not your fault but the people on Palm you know the the, the governing planet uh, are kind of blaming you guys for it. So uh, there's all these from now All the bio monsters are now been replaced with these killing robots which are after you. Oh, good. Yep. So that's where suddenly Hugh comes out of the team <laughs> and Kane comes in. Because <laughs> yep. Hugh's good against bio monsters and Kane's good against robots. And then this is where. So the first thing you have to do is you have to open up all the dams to sort out all the extra water that's coming in from there, all the extra rainfall. <clears throat> oh God, this is complicated, Rich.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: So uh, you have to go to the climber con- uh, to the control tower and get the key cards to open each of the colored dams. And this is this is the bit that broke me, Rich. Can you see that dungeon on my screen? Yeah, I can see it. It's a bitch. There are two floors. I mean, seriously. There are two floors. There are sixty-nine shoots going up and down, and there is only one route that will take you to the cards. <laughs> so this is just basically like trial and error she's like nope that leads to a dead end nope that leads to a dead end i got stuck in this place for so long that i looked at a guide and i basically reversed engineered it and it also can you see that yeah that's a piano what did you come across the music guy i did i bought that oh good so you'd have been fine at this point you'd have got to this piano and realized you had to use your music ability to open this door <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is if you didn't do that you'd have to go and find the music the but it doesn't even tell you that you know it's just like oh there's a piano it doesn't tell Ugh. you you need an ability to play the piano it's just kind of like you work that out in your head because you're like oh i fought that music guy now um oh that's a good point i have some fun facts rich okay uh, i will i will saving these for the end but while i'm on the music guy <laughs> uh there were some differences in the japanese versions in the japanese version uh I can't even pronounce the music guy's name. The musician who teaches the character's music technique is openly gay in the Japanese version. Huh. When requested okay. to teach a male character the music technique, he comments he looks cute and charges less than he would for teaching a female character. Any, any obvious references to this were removed in the American release. He, says he, instead, he instead comments he looks smart and still charges less for teaching the male characters. There Crazy. You know, little, little fun fact about the Japanese changes. Um, (laughs) yeah so you have to to go through, unlock the dams and then when you unlock the final dam you get into another technical boss fight you just have to survive three rounds with these things and then uh, then they they basically lock you uh, these robots capture your party and lock you in a space station (laughs) Uh, which I think was called Gaia or something Random. Something along those lines. Uh, let's have a quick look. Um, so yeah, they trap you in this space station. Um, oh, Garia. Garia? Gary. Sorry about that. But yeah, they trap you on the space station. They've taken all of your weapons and all of your armour, and you've just got these rings on. So you get into random encounters in this dungeon, Rich. Uh, but you can't fight. You have to run. That's crap. <laughs> yep. You've got nothing to fight with, so you have to run from every battle. And then the uh, as you start working your way through the dungeon, the, uh, the space station starts to fall out of the sky. And so all it starts flashing red, all these alarms start going off, and you're desperately trying to get to the end of it. <laughs> it's not a particularly big dungeon. It has floors that hurt you, <laughs> little red dots. But yeah, you have to go from down in the bottom left all the way to the far right. And then once you oh. get there, um, you basically the, the space station blows up, you pass out, and um you're you've been rescued by a space pirate called Tyler who is the guy's uh, descendant from fantasy star one
2: <laughs> okay
1: the space station right rich prepare prepare yourself mate the space station crashes into the first planet of the system palm and palm blows up okay <laughs> just randomly blows up all right yeah this that palm is basically the main setting of the first game so for me you know i've played fantasy star 1 <laughs> everything happens on palm mostly uh, <laughs> and then it's always mentioned in fantasy star 2 uh yeah it just blows up they destroy a whole fucking planet in this game and then jet. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Tyler just basically mentions to you, hey, there's a guy on Deezo who uh, might be able to help you with uh, sorting out your mother brain problem. (laughs) Um, Yes, so we go down to Deezo. Deezo fucking Deezo. Right, every time you go to Deezo, you have to start in the centre of Deezo, in this uh, Sucra space station, which has... um, which is like a mini dungeon that you have to work your way out of, and it has different exits. And then the different exits leads to different towns. But if you ever want to go back to Motor, you have to. You can teleport to the center of the space station, go to Motor, uh, do whatever you need to do in Motor and Peso, come back, and then head out. <laughs> but you have to always work your way through the space station first. It's really annoying. Uh, but yeah, eventually you go to the Esper Mansion, um, and you meet a guy called Lutz who basically tells you nothing and tells you you've got to go find the legendary weapons of nye which makes no fucking sense whatsoever why has nye got legendary weapons on another planet this really this really bugged me rich that's because probably the developers are like let's just throw this in Hmm. no one will know if they would have called it the legendary weapons of alice it would have made sense because she was the protagonist of the first game. The first game ended with you killing Dark Fact, uh, or, or not Dark Fact, whatever his name is. Uh, Dark Force. Dark Force on um, on this on this planet on Deezo. So it would have made sense, but they called it the, the weapons of Nye. They were like the Nye Crown, the Nye Slasher. You know, they're all called Nye, and it's just like you have to go to four new dungeons, and there's two in each dungeon. You have to pick them all up, and then go back to Lutz. But it just really bugged me. It's just like, is a bio-monster that was created only a few years ago. Why has she got legendary weapons on another planet deep in dungeons? that. Ah, nah. Anyway. <laughs> they saw the future. Yeah. Anyway, you have to go through these dungeons, uh, which weren't too bad, actually. Uh, I thought the dungeons on Dizo were actually really well-designed, despite what the uh, developer said <laughs> about the guy. Um, and then you go to Lutz, and he basically tells you, here's the Nye sword, the ultimate weapon. Uh, I'm going to send you up to the space station Noah, which is where Mother Brain is located. And uh, yeah, that's the last thing you've got to do is you've got to go up there and you know do whatever you need to do with Mother Brain. So you go up there. Uh, you can it's a good place to grind. <laughs> and if you if you at any point use the nice Sword, it will transport you back. Uh, to Lutz and then if you say you're not ready to Lutz he'll heal your party so it's a good little way to go back and forth and grind up your characters but you basically you work your way through the dungeon and then you fight Dark Force and Dark Force basically admits to being the the evil thing that you're fighting he is the all encompassing evil of everything and he's the one corrupting Mother Brain and he is an ass hat rich that's good Yep, he good, is, good he, time for you, right? Oh uh, no, he was devastated. I he probably destroyed me about fifteen times. I'd keep okay. going away, grinding some more levels, come back to him. He'd kill me, and like, and not not just kill me. I mean, like, he was wiping his ass with my face. <laughs> <laughs> like he was he was destroying me he, really easily as well and it was just like, I was just like, oh my God, I haven't got enough, I, must, I, I need more star mists so I can heal all my party after he hits me. So I went back to, I went back to motor, which picked Shy out of my party and started trying to steal star mists and all she would do is steal bloody moon juice. <laughs> I was just like, this can't be right. So I eventually, eventually I referred to a guide that said, you know, you should be using these items. You know, you should be using snow crown and uh, another one, color scarf. And I had been using color scarf so there are there are like five or six items um, which are equippable armor, and if you use them during a battle, it basically does one of the magical abilities uh, for no TP cost. So they're really really useful. But the one it was saying was that I should be using Snow Crown, and I was just like I don't have Snow Crown. Then when I looked, at it, it was from one it, it was an, an item you picked up in one specific dungeon. So there's only one of them in the game, and I was just like I think I fucking sold that. <laughs> and this thing dun, dun, dun. does a, it does a debound ability so uh, which uh, puts a shield in front of all of your characters therefore halving the damage that's being output um, I was like oh no oh, I can't believe it so I was thinking maybe Amy has the ability maybe I have to go grind her and put her up and then so I flew back again <laughs> uh, go back to motor go back to peso uh, I went in and then I thought oh hang on I did dump a load of items like early on in the game in the control tower but I couldn't quite remember when it was, and I went into the control tower and there it was sitting in the inventory. The snow crown. I was so happy, Rich. You got real lucky with that. Oh, I know. My I ass was would have sold it. So fucking convinced I'd sold further. it. <laughs> well, I'd had to have just grinded until I was capable of beating him. But yeah, I found the snow crown, I equipped it onto Anna. I went back and I beat him first time. I wiped the floor with him. It just made it, it just cheesed the fight for me. It was so much easier. <laughs> so, guys, if you get the Snow Crown, keep that shit. <laughs> yeah, you just, I just kept you, I just had Anna repeatedly use it over and over again in the battles, and then he's like, attacks were just doing bugger all. Um, he's really cool. He like takes up the entire screen, he looks amazing. Uh, and you can't see how much damage you're doing. So, it's one of those fights where it's just like, oh shit, is he going to die? <laughs> But yeah, I I eventually with the snow crown wiped the floor of him, and then I moved on to Mother Brain, who was just gorgeous looking. I think I sent you a screenshot, of that didn't I, Rich? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, the the animation for her was amazing at the end of the game. Uh, yeah, had a pretty good design on it. Now she's not as um she's not as hard as Dark Force because she doesn't have this thing called the evil attack. Now the evil attack, um, Dark Force will do it on one. So Dark Force only has two attacks, Rich. He has Evil, which makes one of your characters evil, and they have like a random status effect. It's like one of six things. Like either they'll be too cowardly to fight, uh, they'll lose speed, uh, or they'll start trying to steal items from other characters, <laughs> or they won't be able to use techniques anymore. So you know, some of them rendered you rendered them completely useless. Some of them were just really annoying. But there were huh. points where he could do that to the, he'd managed to do it to the entire party. <laughs> oh man. And yeah, and then you just have to wait until RNG decides that Nye, Nye's sword will randomly glow like the Hobbit sword. <laughs> and uh, then all, then evil will be removed from all of your team and you can start fighting again. Um, So yeah, sometimes he'd hit one of your characters and it would just come up immediately. Other times you'd end up with your whole team fighting three or four rounds (laughs) with nothing. And he'd just be doing his AoE attack, which was really powerful. Dang. Um, Yeah, so Mother Brain doesn't have that. She has more defence, so it takes a little bit longer to work her down, but her attacking was nothing. So I did her first time. Now the ending, Rich. After the final battle, uh, Lutz who Let's get this bit in there. All right. Fun fact. Okay. Fun, fun fact. Lux, uh, Lutz, who uh, is the refugee who tells you all about the Nigh weapons uh, and you find him in the Esper mansion on Deezo. Um, he is actually supposed to be Noah from the very first game. Like, he's, he's asleep in the Esper mansion. He's in this, like, big sarcophagus thing. And he, everyone said, oh, he wakes up every 10 years and he goes back to sleep. But he's woken up for you guys specifically. And he's supposed to be the Esper Noah from the first game. Huh. But the reason that got lost in the translation of Phantasy Star 2 is because they accidentally called, like, Noah is the incorrect translation for him. So they got the translation wrong in Fantasy Star One. <laughs> he was supposed oh. to be called Lutz in Fantasy Star One, but that was lost. He was instead called Noah. So, yeah, so that kind of doesn't make sense. But that is actually Alice's friend who fights you with with you on the whole journey in Fantasy Star One. But um, <clears throat> once you've destroyed Dark Force and you've destroyed Mother Brain, um, Lutz contacts you and says, "Hey, there's some more people on the ship." So you walk into the next room and there's hundreds and hundreds of people in there. And they tell you that they are from Earth. The guy says to you, do you think we are your enemies? And you get a yes or no thing. Now, I chose no. Um, he goes, Ha, huh? well, we are. <laughs> uh, if you choose yes, he goes, well, yeah, of course we hate you. Uh, you destroyed Mother brain. Um, basically, these people, um, they're from Earth. And they say like they can't control their evil side of themselves. And they accidentally destroyed their own planet and so they now wander the solar systems on this space station and when they found algo they decided it was beautiful and they wanted it and so they created mother brain to slowly take over make the people weak and then destroy them so they could take it over for themselves how fucking crazy is that rich i'm trying to wrap my brain on that but (laughs) yeah that's actually pretty crazy on that that is pretty crazy now this is the biggest spoiler people so this is literally the end of the game here um the guy gets cocky and tells says to you guys, says to your team like do you think you can defeat me or defeat all of us and there's like hundreds of these people in the room and so lutz then transports the remaining characters who aren't in your current team so all of your guys are standing there um, and he sends them there to help you and then these guys attack you and then it flicks to a like a cutscene where it shows each of your characters one by one, like you know, it's got a beautiful design of them on the screen and a little bit of uh, text next to them, where it's uh, like a, a defiant speech of anger, you know, we will not be defeated, la la la, and then the game ends, and you don't know whether you've won or not. It's left really ambiguous. Huh, that's weird. It's so cool, man. It's really, really weird. But it's just like, did we win? (laughs) Then you just go back to the start menu and it says the end. It's just like, oh my God. Wow. Yeah, it was just absolutely mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. Yeah, I I was thoroughly impressed with with the plot of this game. And it was very, very grindy, Rich. But it made it very, very satisfying. Beating the game in the end. Yeah, I think uh, I mean the only other fun fact I've got here is that the Japanese version is set 942 years after the event of Fantasy (laughs) Star One, not a thousand. They got to really narrow down. Yeah, well they added (laughs) yeah they added 58 years for some reason to the uh, to the West version.
3: It just sounds better to say a thousand years. So let's uh, let's review this boy.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, Well, I've said about all I can say on it. So here we go, Rich. My review of Fantasy Star 2. Um, now, are you going to count your ratings? I don't think they should count.
3: <laughs> no, I can't. I mean, I could give my points on a couple things, like the mechanics and the combat and the graphics and stuff, but the story and the overall, I won't be able to do that. So I won't give a score for that. But we'll be able to have you give the official overall score of the okay. Golden Ears for that. So well, we're getting close let's to- go dive
1: into that. Okay, we're getting close to time anyway, so... Yeah. Yeah.
3: So let's look at combat score. So you talked a lot, Bill. So I'll I'll take over here. So the combat. Let me ask you what your score is going to be for this. So what do you think? Eight. Eight. Okay. I thought it Um, it was
1: nice and intricate. Good. Not too too
3: complicated. If I was to rate this, I would give it a four. The reason why is because there's no direction and no real reason to do, um, you know, to switch up the, you know. Nia's nice for you know changing from a defender to an attacker there's no direction for that now granted yes people are going to say well it's in the manual i didn't have the manual so how was i supposed to know and i was going in blindly so i'm used to having games that are going to give you a little bit of direction but it's okay um if i did have direction i would give it uh, a seven so i feel that it does have some room for for improvement there what about mechanics uh, seven um i don't think it did anything particularly special but it, what it did it did well Um, I give it a six because it it does have, um, some good, some good mechanics behind it. It doesn't go over the top. It's not something too overly complicated. Um, granted the, you know, the spells and stuff, you know, could have been a better description on that stuff, but you know, it is what it is.
1: That's kind of what I knocked it down on, but cool. So what about the story? I can't comment comment on that. So that's you. What did you give it? Give it a nine. Okay. It's, uh, it was very, very good. Uh, it was didn't always make sense. Uh, I, You know, <laughs> deny it, with the Nye weapons. I'm going to put that down to translation, but overall, I was very impressed with the ambition of a game of this size and magnitude, uh, given the time <laughs> it was made. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the story I thought was very good. Nine. Well,
3: and with a lot of the, uh, the story on it, a lot of people hail this one to be kind of a flagship for the RPG genre, and makes it, you know, paves the way for a lot of other games. Granted, this did come out, what do you say, a couple months after Final Fantasy I? Uh, Before. Before that? Okay. So, let's kind of, that kind of segues right into the graphics on that. What do you think about the graphics? Ten. Okay. I I would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I'd agree with that because if you look at it, compared to Final Fantasy I, uh, which, like you said, came out a couple months before that, compared to the graphics on this one, I mean, that's a huge night and day difference between the two graphical uh, outputs <laughs> of the game
1: yeah i think that's just the the, 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 the delay in getting uh, final fantasy one out into uh, north america um in japan i think they were years apart but yeah but yeah but yeah and obviously they're two different they're two systems apart as well but considering they were coming out about the same time i see what you mean think about this what happens if final fantasy didn't go to nintendo and went to sega
3: oh that'd been amazing <laughs> a huge difference of
1: what would what we would have gotten now. Yeah, well, the, but, well, the Sega, even the um, the Master System, was a much uh, higher quality machine than the NES. Yeah. Uh, what but about I, the music? the inside. Uh, again, ten. I thought the music was excellent. Okay. I didn't particularly find it I, annoying. I thought it was quite enjoyable, relaxing. I found it really relaxing, actually. Do, oh. do, do, do.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I would have given it probably an eight. Um, There's a few cringe moments on my part. I didn't really feel for it, but it wasn't over the top. I didn't feel like it was uh, super annoying, hmm. so that's good. Um, so, what about your overall feel?
1: Uh, my overall feel I gave a nine. I okay. by the time I got to the like there were there were frustrating points in the game, but by the time I got to the end, I loved it. Which gives me Brilliant. an overall score, Rich, of fifty three. Okay, so fifty three out of sixty,
3: which would be yeah, I've, uh, I think it's like eighty eight point three three. That's not bad. Yeah. So the meta score. <laughs> I mean, Metacritic score had that at 64 out of 100 on the Xbox 360 version when it came out, but if you're looking at uh, Joystick was 97%, Player One was 95%, IGN gave it an 8.5 out of 10. Um, All Games gave it a a 4.5 stars. I mean, it was rated pretty well when it came out.
1: Yeah. And uh, I can see that. I'm very impressed with it.
3: If I hadn't got Grinded in the corner, and I get so frustrated with it. It probably would be a good game. I just couldn't do it. I just really <laughs> could It was not enjoy to me. It wasn't enjoyable, and it wouldn't give it a fair review because I would have destroyed it probably on story and stuff like that. So yeah, to be honest um, with you, Rich, if
1: I would have had your experience with the game, I don't think I'd have quite loved it as much. Yeah, I didn't get stuck in the climate control tower, and when I got onto the control tower, I didn't. Continued to just bash my head against the wall. I, I went and found a guide. I imagine yeah. if I was younger, I'd have more patience, but yeah, I loved it. Absolutely. <laughs> That's good. So, other than that, That's done. It. Yeah, it's done, mate. On to Saga. Holy crap. Done. <laughs> cool. Okay, then. Well, well, I hope you've enjoyed are on to Saga, doing... I'm on to Final Fantasy 1 for right yeah. now. <laughs> for now. Uh, I need to play Willow as well. Yeah. You know? Right now, Rich, we have a very uh, we have a, we have a special guest.
3: Yes, we do.
1: Yes, uh, I'd like to introduce you all to uh, Mr. Rob Lennon. Hello,
3: everybody. Hello. Thanks for having me on, guys.
0: It's, it's great to be uh, invited on to, to talk about this great game, Rich.
1: <laughs> yes, Rich. Uh... <laughs> yes, we thought it'd be really good to get someone on to uh, who's had a lot of experience with this game from uh, when it was actually originally out. <laughs> <laughs> so from way way back when in 1990. Uh, so yeah, Rob Rob's got a lot of experience of the game, and he um, he willingly uh, decided to participate in us excruciatingly uh, interview him. <laughs> thanks so, for having me, guys. No, nah, yeah, thanks yeah. thanks for coming on, dude. Of course. So um so Rob, how's it going? Yes, <laughs> what was <laughs> up? How's it going? You doing well? Doing great, doing great. Yeah, not yeah. as early,
0: not as early <laughs>
1: as, as, as Missouri, but no. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I we're make everyone get early Um, yes. So, um, so Rob, do you like Fantasy Star Two? <laughs> I do. I mean, I love the whole the
0: whole series. I mean, I, I actually played all four of them when they came out on console releases. I my my even had a Sega Master System when the first one came out, and just fell in love with with the um with the whole series. Uh, as you mentioned with the first installment, the 3D dungeons were just so ahead of their time for consoles. Mm, and the only other real kind of comparison at that time was in America was Final Fantasy one, which at the time was also a great game, but set next, you know, compared to Fantasy Star one, Fantasy Star had, you know, cleaner graphics, you know, more, you know, great music. And, and the dungeon crawl was just incredible for the time.
1: I think as well i think um i feel like if i remember correctly final fantasy in north america was only released uh maybe after fantasy star 2 came out
0: i think it might have been later that year yes
1: yeah i think it was like a month or two afterwards but mm-hmm. um yeah so it's just when you play when you do go back and you play fantasy star 1 and you remember things like wow this was out you know in japan i think they were like a week apart <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but in wow. america they were you know it was like a year apart or something so um mm-hmm. between well yeah and then you play fantasy yeah. star one and it just seems so much more polished than final fantasy One. Polished Polish is
0: the perfect word for it yeah. yes I it agree. is
1: polished like i didn't really encounter any bugs during fantasy star one um whereas like there's there's hundreds in <laughs> final fantasy one there's when like one, buff three, spells three that debuff you and stuff like that oh, i know
0: when one creature dies, your allies will actually hit another living creature, not the
1: air around it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, that is so nice. <laughs> but uh, how did you find the jump between the dungeons then, between one and two? Jump is, is a gracious <laughs> term.
0: It was, but it's so <laughs> the different very in style. Dungeon from Fantasy Star Two, you know, you're like, my god, this is a maze within a maze within a maze. <laughs> And I guess the design there was, you know, to, to ramp up the grinding, and that you know, every every wrong turn means you're going to get three or four more encounters until you find exactly what you need.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you would have um, you would have missed you would have missed this part. <laughs> uh, yeah. do, as a because me and Rich have just reviewed the game, uh, mm-hmm. the there was actually a new member of staff, uh, like on the art department. Uh, in the fantasy star 2 team in japan when they were creating the game and he because he was new apparently he worked so hard on making the most beautiful looking dungeons that they felt bad not to, to, to tell him to tone them down so they just put them into the game oh <laughs> and he said like they feel like that was a little bit of a mistake because it made it feel a bit unbalanced at times uh, Rich loved that little fact. I think Rich is. All, I think Rich has already sent a to that man's address. Yep. Uh, well, one one thing I do remember about
0: uh, Fantasy Star Two is that the game was so so massive for its time that they actually had to cut out the battle background scenes. And in lieu of the default, what we get now with the black with the blue lines, so they had plans to have actual backgrounds during battle but got cut for storage reasons and we're left with what we have now, which still works with the sci-fi background, but it was just kind of an interesting note that they packed so much into this game that they had to cut out something as simple as the battle mm. background.
1: Cause you yeah, know, I found that quite jarring when I started playing fantasy star two, because I, I, I literally just finished fantasy star one. So I'd gone from this beautiful, you know, light-coloured game with all these Mm. beautiful backdrops when you go into battles, and then all these like lovely 3D dungeons, (laughs) which yeah, which were they were hard enough. (laughs) I kind of thought when I went into the first dungeon in Fantasy Star (laughs) Two, and I knew I knew everyone said that the dungeons were ridiculous in Fantasy Star Two, but I when when I went into the first one, I was just like, oh, this isn't so bad. This is like a normal game, (laughs) but it it would prove me wrong.
0: Well, when I'm looking at the actual guide, I'm looking at an actual map of the dungeons, and I still get lost. And you know you have yourself a tough dungeon design. Yes. But yeah, or, that, that,
1: that little guy in Japan, he really worked his socks off.
0: <laughs> or the is it the
1: final dungeon,
0: or, the, or where you're getting your last piece of the legendary legendary armor, and you have to go up to the top of the tower. Oh, yeah, and fall down. Drop down, but drop down at a specific grid or a specific square or you'll just miss everything, go all the way down to
1: the bottom and have to work your way back up. Yep. Um, now, me- thankfully if you're emulating the game, a save state at the top of the tower really helps. <laughs>
0: I was playing my, my most recent playthrough, I actually used the dreaded iOS version.
1: What,
0: well, and you managed to finish the game? <laughs> I did. Well, for, you know, I paid, I paid the $2 to release, release ads. So the only thing that was really painful with the iOS version is you had to use save states. You couldn't save in game. So if you went to go to the one in or whatever they called it, the memory to bank save the game. Yeah, it would it would say oh memory saved okay good to go, but there would be no file there. So the only way to save and load was through the save states that
1: that the app had.
0: Well, that sounds terrible.
1: Yeah, I, I mean. Yeah, it was, but I mean, at least, take, at least change for it for two to two bucks, say, like, you, <laughs> I know. you know, shops closed, use the save state.
2: Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> but for two bucks, I
0: figured, you know, what the hell, it was fine. For two, two, I'm going to pay $2 for this game. I'll, I'll deal with some of the crap that comes along with it. Because
1: that was kind of one of my favorite little touches in the game, was the fact that um, your save states um, were you know, you download your memory into a computer yeah. and it's just like, hey, yeah, this is where you'll re- return to next time. Or instead of being
0: resurrected, you just got, you went to the clone clown and got resurrected and just got cloned.
1: Yeah, I had good fun with Rich on that one, didn't I, Rich? <laughs>
3: yeah, you tricked me on that one.
1: I told Rich every time one of his character dies and he has to get it cloned that it loses some of its stats.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. I had to move on that I don't one for think that Rich
0: week. needed any more reasons to hate this game. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I was. Oh, I'm so glad it wasn't true.
0: (laughs) Uh, Do you review
1: use Sheer the Final Thief? I did briefly. Um, She's supposed to be actually really good. She's supposed to be really quick, isn't she?
0: Quick, but have you? Did you use her for her real ability?
1: Uh, No. Um, I tried to, I tried to at the end because I was trying to grind out some extra star mists. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just give you a quick rundown, Rob. Uh, so when I was fighting Dark, uh, Dark Force, he was wiping the floor with me. I had no chance against him. Um, so I looked into, I looked at the guide to find out what I was supposed to do, and it kept saying, you know, you got to have the item Snow Crown, and I was just like, I haven't got oh, the okay. item Snow Crown, and I think I've sold it. <laughs> oh no. Yep. <laughs> uh and so i ended up um i, t- I went back to peso got shy and then started going in and out of shops trying to steal um because yeah because she could steal from shops and mm-hmm. she steals the Vizzy's phone doesn't she from the uh, central tower um, yep. and i was trying to steal i was trying to steal star mists from the shops and then every time i'd get her back she'd steal a bloody moon jew <laughs> and i was just like oh my god this
0: you is gonna go all the way back to ross house yep. all the way back
1: I was just like, oh my god, this is going to take me forever. <laughs> so <laughs> I ended up... Uh, I, I popped into the baggage thing, because so I was thinking, right, I've got some I've got some nice stuff here that I'm not going to use. and um, <clears throat> uh, Yeah, I, when I went into the baggage, sitting there was the Snow Crown. and I'd only been there once in the game and dropped a few bits off and I'd completely forgotten about it. And so I got the Snow Crown, I went straight to Dark Force and just mullered him first time. <laughs> yeah, the
0: Snow Crown. I was the guy that I... The guy that the guide that I was using, the guy in bold letters, do not sell snow crown.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was late game. Find out why. Yeah, that wasn't bold in my one, but yeah, you need you need (laughs) the snow crown. I have said that at the end of the review as well. It's like do not (laughs) get rid of your snow crown if you're playing this game. Make sure you keep it.
0: I think my final team, you know, obviously had Rolf and Rudo. Mm -hmm. I had Anna because she was quick and always an act first, so she was basically um, designated uh, snow crown user. So that before the battle even started, she's using the snow crown. And everybody's buffed up, and I think I forget maybe Kane was my fourth character. Yeah, that was my exact lineup. Him, <laughs> yep, I gave him an item that would heal everybody. So it was basically, Rolf and Rudo, you know, with the damage, you know, Anna buffing everybody and Kane healing everybody. Oh, there's a healing so that was item. My final roll.
1: Oh, I didn't know it was a healing item.
0: There are items that heal. I mean, I didn't heal everybody, but you would use it there were there were certain items that that would heal um,
2: oh.
0: when used
1: he Oh, one yeah. at a time. No, he has um <clears throat> kane has i think he only has like one ability that will hit dark force but it does like 50 or 60 damage so i just had him spamming that and then occasionally once my uh, well as long as everyone wasn't evil i'll just use star i'll use my, one true. of my two star <laughs> mists and then once that ran out i just started um, just occasionally having a round of Trimates <laughs> where no one would attack. He was
0: packing Trimates too. Now, yeah. I did not get Rolf all the way to 35. I beat the game with him at 28, so I never even used his Megid spell. 28? So yeah.
1: Level 28?
0: Yep. That's That's insane. That was... <laughs> The snow. I guess I just snow crown plowed everybody. I don't
1: know. But. Oh yeah, actually, you're saying that. I think if I had the snow crown, it would have been a lot easier. Because that really, yeah. yeah, snow crown puts up a um, a, like a wall, like a barrier spell. We have everything. Yeah, and I just kept using it over and over again, and like dark force almost did no damage to me, by the end uh, yeah, but you uh, also need
0: to get a little RNG luck with
1: him, not you know turning yeah. everybody crazy. <laughs> yes, not me. That did happen to me actually. In my final battle, I got everyone. Everyone went evil at least twice. Like the whole team, like to wait for the sword to flash up. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, how it, was. it was a right bugger. <laughs> <laughs> um, so did you, um, so you had the original game for this thing on the Genesis? Did, yes. So did you I read, did. did you read the manual? I did. Um, and, was, and was there a little something spoiled for you? Yeah, they, they
0: tell you, okay, at this point when me dies, you'll have to replace her and, you know and it just blazed through it like there was no problem just letting you know before even playing the game that one of the main characters you're going to get attached to will will die halfway through one <laughs> thing
1: about that you know we'll carry on. Go now you got oh, it
0: okay you know however many 7 years later when final fantasy VII came out and I bought the guide with the game in the full fo- the game the guide that I bought in the forward the author says you know, back in 1990, I bought F- Fancy Star 2 and the guide that came with it, and they spoiled everything. <laughs> I will not be doing that, and I'm not telling you why I'm doing that, but I won't spoil anything. And, and true to his word. You know, that game had this big, you know, spoiler moment halfway through, and he and and the guide cited Fancy Star 2
1: as the inspiration
0: to why he wasn't going
1: to mention it at all. So if you've played Final Fantasy, if you played Fantasy Star Two, you probably had an inkling as to what the what was going to happen in Final Fantasy Seven. Well,
0: to be honest, I was a shock. You know, Final Fantasy 7's uh, big turn was a shock to me. Luckily, I it was not spoiled for me.
1: Yep. Uh, I was um, I was at ninety seven, so I was yep. probably like 12, 13 and yeah, I I shed a tear when that happened. <laughs> I was well, uh, I was in the
0: camp of like no, no, and I started going through the guide. The second half of the guide, and I'm like, she's not in any pictures. She's not there's no way. No, they they airbrushed her out. She's gotta be in the file competition. They just airbrushed her out. <laughs> she she, she will come denial. back <laughs> Yes, she's coming, she's coming back.
1: Yeah, I did all those silly little side missions that you know looks like it might bring her back to life, but
2: you know,
0: <laughs>
1: they're they're just uh Easter eggs. <sighs> exactly. Sadly. Um But yeah, the guide then, like like we spoke before back in
0: nineteen ninety, the term spoilers wasn't even a thing so the guide yeah just let them know what's going on yeah she dies here so replace her moving on to the next dungeon you know oh i need to take a take a second to, to, to process this
1: because <laughs> um yeah because i remember you guys and it wasn't just yourself there was quite a few people said don't read the guide uh the man- yeah don't read the manual because there is a spoiler in it and i was just like oh, okay so you know uh it was a it was a huge moment for me when she died
2: Um, now admittedly I wish I'd read the manual
1: I do wish I'd read the manual though (laughs) (laughs) because uh, in hindsight uh, you know I've gone preparing for the review I went back and looked at the manual and was just like oh this explains all the stuff that I didn't understand (laughs) (laughs) and then it took me like eight hours to work out (laughs) so yeah I think it's one of the pitfalls at the moment because we're playing such old games these games do not have inbuilt tutorials you're supposed to read the manual so it sucks that this game you know <clears throat> has a spoiler if you've listened to this show you've already been, had it spoiled with Nye's nice death uh, you heard Rich's reaction live on the show
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I will give kudos to Sega to releasing a game that had a guide that took you
1: 99.9% of the way I was going to say I didn't get to the end of the manual how far does the guide take you?
0: it takes you it takes you up to the Dark Force battle but really? stops there I think it does
1: wow well, and it, it, it guides you through the dungeons. It was a hundred-page guide, so it took you took you a long way. Wow! So, 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 what was your first playthrough of Fantasy Star Two like?
0: I actually got all the way up to the Dark Force battle, but I couldn't get past him, and I had moved on then. <clears throat> so I got like ninety-nine percent of the way done, and then you know moved on to something else back in nineteen ninety.
1: Wow! Okay, so it was yeah did you did you rely heavily on the guide
0: i did i did um i yeah, cuz there were no there was no you know internet to go looking for maps and stuff and mm. it wasn't a highly popular game that i could speak with friends at school about yeah so i the guide was basically my only friend
1: yeah cuz um yeah cuz that's what a lot of people always say that about this game it's just like they don't know how people would have got through the game without looking at the internet. And it's just like, well, it came with a guide. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they literally told you how to play the game.
0: Yeah, I can see a lot of rage quitting if you didn't have a guide and you're going through this dungeon, especially the one that's the I don't I forget which one it was, but it was all teleporters.
1: Oh, yeah, that's the one that broke me. Yeah, <laughs> so, I was sad. I was blind playing it until that point.
0: Oh. <laughs> that was that
1: one was a tricky one. Yeah, once once I got to that dungeon I was just like I had no like I just had no idea which way was up or which way was down, which floor I was on. Oh, yeah. I was just lost completely. And there's no at least
0: with Final Fantasy, every time you change
1: floors a little blip would say, you know,
0: the Tower of Kemp for four or five. You know, this didn't give you anything. So you didn't know if you were going up, down, left, right,
3: you didn't know anything. Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah, you could go into the menu, couldn't you, on Final Fantasy to tell you where you was. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh and yeah, it's just yeah, ridiculous. Like that that floor just completely broke me, and I had to look at a guide. Then when I looked at the guide, I was like, "What? <laughs> what the hell is this?" I did my original playthrough. I did not know about the Snow Crown, so as was happening with you, Dark Force was owning me, and there was nothing I could do about it. Nah, I just thought I was going to have to grind myself up to like level forty just to stand a chance, because he was like I, he was killing me within like three or four turns <laughs> without the Snow Crown, and then with the Snow oh, Crown, yeah. he was a piece of piss. <laughs> I have heard rumors
0: that, you know, those that wanted extra difficulty will play on a uh, Rolf solo run. Essentially, while knee is with you, keep her on the shield so she's not attacking. And when she dies, keep her dead. And the game is just played with with,
1: uh, Rolf solo. And that's just the definite insanity to me. Rich, how does that sound as a punishment for you for not finishing the game? I'm going to say no.
3: For <laughs> sure not going to happen. <laughs> well, oh, that was what I
0: said. Roll you said his only. next punishment will be to have to play Fantasy Star 2. <laughs> and my thought was, well, when you get to number three, <laughs> you might be in the same boat. Is, is no. number, is number yes. three as bad as number two? Uh, well, it's a different beast. Um, I mean, <laughs> it's easier and shorter than two but not a better game it's also not a direct sequel it's an offshoot from one if that means anything i mean four is a direct sequel from two three is more of an offshoot side story and the black sheep of the series it's not it's not the best game but i powered through
1: Okay, so uh, which was your favorite character then from Fantasy Star Two?
0: I mean, I, I like Rudo just for the sheer power that he, you know, he, he, he was your big thumper. He, you could use him. He was he he, he was a, a necessary piece for the whole game from beginning to end. Uh, I like Anna for the mid-game because she could attack all.
1: Uh, sorry, all one second, enemies. guys. I just got to jump off, but you guys keep talking. <laughs> I'll be back in two minutes. Okay. okay, you guys, you guys keep talking. Uh, yeah, favorite character, favorite dungeon. <laughs> yeah. good, po- good, good, good podcasting stuff here. Guys.
0: <laughs> so, Rich, what was your favorite dungeon?
1: I don't have one. I really don't. It's just,
3: yeah, like we talked about the review and stuff. It's not my most favorite game. It does take a toll on me. I mean, it's got some good points to it, but I just okay. couldn't do it. I rage quit. Um, some people didn't like that gave me a hard Uh, time about it but other than that you know i'm i don't plan on doing that every time if i don't like power three just got so far behind and i just couldn't do it but
0: i understand it i understand it this is this is the game that if you get stuck it's not there's no it doesn't give you an easy way out now one thing i will tell you though is that you should enjoy the fourth installment fantasy star four is the best one and i'm I'm pretty sure you're going to love that game, too. If anything, it has way more charm than what you've seen in in Fantasy Star 2. 2 has a little bit of charm, but 4 has, like, it's very, I mean, there's humor up and down the game. The the, the gameplay is much more smoother. Um, I just think, you know, when you get to Fantasy Star 4, you may say, okay, okay, I get it. You know, this it's not all bad.
3: Good. Okay, and that's what I've, I've heard from some people as well too. But I just want to make sure, like, I'm going to enjoy it. Because if I don't enjoy it, I think it's going to be a pain. Like right now, we're playing um, uh, Final Fantasy Legend, and I'm actually kind of liking that game.
0: Yeah, I was I was talking to um, Bill Bill offline that I actually played that also on a console release way back when, and I did I did beat that game.
3: I'm um, still a little confused on the uh, monster stuff, but other than that, it's fine. I think there's a lot of RNG in that. Yeah. In
0: that. You got to I think somewhere along the way there you know, we, some monsters will drop uh, items that if you feed to your monster could transform them but like I said it, it's all RNG.
1: Hey, back okay. on the uh, so, back on Saga, aren't we? No, <laughs> just a quick little deal. <laughs> no, so cool.
0: Just tell me all the wonderful things about Fantasy Star 2.
3: <laughs> so much wonderful things about it. Oh, uh, you, you okay. loved
1: it, didn't you? And how did you feel yeah. when Nye died, Rich? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Rich, there's something I have to ask you about. Uh, not Rich, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Rob. <laughs> I, was yes, just, I was reading Rich's name on the screen. <laughs> um, palm. Now, I got the impression in Fantasy Star 2 uh, that Palm blows up. <clears throat>
0: The <laughs> aftermath Oh,
1: you talking about the ending of two, right? Uh, no, not, not the ending. Uh, the mid the midpoint when um, you're on a space station. Space, uh, space station comes down and crashes into Palmer. Okay. And you see you see a nice graphic with Tyler uh, with Palmer blowing up in the background was and so the i i mean the thing is is that they say that the planet has been destroyed and even the creators at the end of fantasy star 2 say we're the ones who destroyed palmer now is that was that just backstory from one no that's in fantasy I, I forget the ending of one so the ending of so the whole the whole of one is basically is in the most part played out on the planet palmer so mm-hmm. that's alice's home planet um and then I think the game finishes on motor because that's where you have to go kill Lassic and then uh, Dark Facts, whatever his name is. Um, <clears throat> uh, Dark faults isn't it yeah Dark facts from yes. <laughs> um, so you've got the three planets. you've got Palmer, motor and Dizo. And in Fantasy Star 2, Palmer gets blown up. but I'm pretty sure I've seen it featured in Fantasy Star 3 and 4. So yeah. I, I wanted wanna, to ask if they retconned I mean, that really bit of the game. i not going to give
0: away too much
1: of, of, of Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. If, it, if it's, if it's spoilerific, we'll, we'll ignore it.
0: But, uh, but yeah. I mean, like, like I said, three is more of an offshoot of one, as opposed to a sequel from two. The, oh,
2: okay.
0: the storyline, the story like I said, it takes, you know, I think at the end of one, aren't there satellites that like escape the planet or something like that? There's, for, for
1: um, no, I don't think. I don't think so. I think at the end of one, it's just you know, evil's evil's dead. All is all is well. Uh, oh. Alice, you get a choice whether you want Alice to be uh, queen of of the well of the universe or not. <laughs> okay, and you select yes, <laughs> of course, because we're all egomaniacs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar with with that scene in two or, and how. I mean, how that would. Fix into the other two installments.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Well, I guess I'll find out as we go along. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, because that just that really bugged me. Like uh, I saw the planet blow up, and I was like, oh, my God, we've gone down to two planets. And then um, I was doing a bit of research again, and I saw on Fantasy Star 3 and in 4 that the planet was still there. <laughs> I was just like, eh? What? <laughs> well, I'm
0: only a, a, a few hours into the fourth installment, so maybe there might be more story to there.
1: But... Um- which planet does it start on? Put me on the spot. <laughs> uh, I, I
0: think I think the desert planet, but I I could be wrong there too. The the terrain terrain on the planet that I've seen was mostly desert.
1: Oh yeah, so well, yeah, so you should be on motor. Uh, well, I yeah, I assume without mother brain, it won't be terraformed anymore.
0: I will say. I will say that I did. I did happen in in four. I did happen upon Elise. Actually, you know what? I was. I think I might have been Paul because I came to Elise's hometown and they had a statue erected to her.
1: Oh okay. Yeah, um, I'm just sharing my screen view again, Rob. Um, here's here's yeah, the moment you know, in Fantasy Star there. Two. And that was. This is all that's left of Paul. Yeah. So as really
0: what happened to Argo? <laughs>
2: yeah. I, mean, I mean, who it's knows? It?
0: As far as the you
1: know the continuity,
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Because
1: dive into the continuity here, because it's a free planet solar system set within um <clears throat> uh, set it's within all, the Andromeda um, star system. <laughs> so yeah, I was a bit like, mm, what's going on here? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Exactly. Uh, Okay, so moving on from uh, the things I don't understand. <laughs> so, what did you? Uh, how? What did you? What do you think of Dark Force and Mother Brain? In general,
0: well, I mean, one thing that this game does not have a lot of, and that's boss fights. Yes, there's three total, and you, two of them are at the very end of the game. So, uh, I, I found the battle good. I mean, it was it was a challenging battle. You know, once you realize it's the Snow Crown is very helpful um it makes the battle a lot easier like you gotta you know worry about the uh rng as far as your characters being you know able to fight or not but um the the mother brain battle was a little bit easier to me i think it took I got dark force down three or four tries and i was able to get mother brain like one or two tries
1: oh yeah well i was i was at the um I was at the suggested levels for this, so I was at thir- level yeah. thirty five of Rolf, and I think everyone else was thirty four um, again, once I had the snow crown, uh, I didn't really struggle too much with dark force, but until that point he was uh <laughs> soul destroying for me, <laughs> yeah uh, he was just wiping wiping the floor with me every single time, but with the snow Crown, he was easy, and then yeah got up to mother brain, killed him first first try but I have to say the the sprite work for Mother Brain is beautiful.
0: Yeah, with the, the the changing colors.
1: Yeah, the changing colors. It was just absolutely stunning. <laughs> like I wasn't like Dark Force looked really cool, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I wasn't expecting Mother Brain to be quite so um, spectacular.
0: <clears throat> was just- it was. It was. Yeah. It, was, it When you think of Mother Brain, I think of Metroid, not not a fantasy Star Two version, but it
1: was very, <laughs> it was
0: very good. But it was very you know the color the colors changing was very pleasant.
1: I think maybe like I should take some acid and play it. <laughs> oh no! Don't do that. <laughs> L- listening to the funky <laughs> no music, why. going. Who knows what would happen there. <laughs> um. So, um, what did you then think? So when? So when was the first time you beat the game? Because you said uh, I was
0: this past spring.
1: Oh, this past spring. So was that the first time you saw the ending with the creators? Yeah, the actual ending. Correct. Yes. Okay. Did you know about the ending before that?
0: Not really. I saw screen captures, but those screen captures did not have the text on them. I just knew that I was going to walk into a room with a bunch of people and
1: then... Yeah, I was kind of expecting... When I I walked into that room, I really felt like it was going to be like the end of a Star Wars movie, where they give me some sort of weird glowing orb. Yeah, Uh, here's some
0: metal. Here's some metal for you. That that did not happen.
1: (laughs) And yeah, I really wasn't expecting what actually happened, that uh, you'd walk into a room full of earthlings. And, you know, it's pretty cool. You know, they're on the spaceship Noah, you know, so Earth has been destroyed. So they're on Noah's Ark floating through space. They found the Algo solar system, but because they're so... Because us Earthlings, are so inherently evil. The <laughs> de- Man. Yeah, we've decided a really convoluted plot of creating mother brain to make society soft and then gradually wipe them out so we could take over their planets. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, if you've got that much technology... And like, like, I played Fantasy Star One. There's, you know, there's not a lot going on down there at that point in time on the planet. I'm sure if they've got enough technology to make a spaceship to let humanity survive for thousands of years in space, they could just go down there and kill everyone themselves. But no, they're yeah. also inherently evil and very lazy. I knew
0: that during the gameplay. Into a lot of the, a lot of NPC chat was, oh, I don't know what we would do with that mother brain. Oh, well now what, what what if mother brain goes down what would happen to us well how will we survive and, you know at that time it's like you would do what every other person does to survive I mean <laughs> you, you get the ending and and like I said the plot to have everybody be, everybody become dependent upon mother brain makes sense to what the NPCs were telling me throughout the game mm. but yeah it's very long convoluted plot I like the spin that it's humans who are the actual bad guys, and it was humans that, you know, I thought we were going to get down and fight everybody in their room and have this big massive battle, but yeah, so did I. Everybody <laughs> gets a catchphrase and then the end.
1: <laughs> yeah, the end. Uh, no, no word or anything. If we succeeded in defeating the Earthlings, or if the Earthlings oh, won, they made, a, they
0: made a sequel, so I'm assuming that. that, that
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, but isn't Fantasy Star? So you. So we think Fantasy Star Three is after I think three in line with offshoot one, of one. Um, and then four is set somewhere in the future from two. Correct. correct. So I assume it's going to be a bit of like an ambiguous legend of what happened.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, there, there, there were some, you know, spots where you, you know, a lot of a lot of information about what happened in in the previous Fantasy Stars is brought to the forefront, like you'll. Go into one dungeon and access a computer, and the computer will say, "Give you a little bit of history and a little bit of backstory." Um, one thing I was mentioning to Rich was that you know he had he had his issues with two, and you know according to me, three is a little bit less of a game. But when you guys get to Fantasy Star Four, all that will change. Um, four is the best of the series, and the, one of the big things about it is that it has so much charm to it. Um, the humor, lightheartedness, charm. And you'll get that vibe within the first
1: five minutes of playing it. Yeah, I'm, re- I'm really excited to get to the 4. The 4 is supposed yeah. to be a very, very
0: good game. I'm enjoying I'm enjoying it. And and the combat is way streamlined. Some of the things, as you're playing 2 and as you'll play 3, you'll say, man, I wish they did this. I wish they did that. They got smart and they did streamline it and made a much easier way, uh, gameplay in 4.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I don't think I don't think free was particularly well received at the time. Because I mean, well, you know, what we're looking at here, so we're currently playing. Fa- well, <clears throat> we've just finished Fantasy Star Two, uh, mm-hmm. which was released on. I always have to think about this because I can never remember if my dates are in American or not.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think they're in that, Right, but. It... Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it was released on the 1st of March, 1990 in North America, I believe, or in uh, an English-speaking country. That's kind of what I was going for when I made the list. (laughs) Uh, And Fantasy Star 3 was released just over a year later, uh, July
0: Mm
1: -hmm. 1991. It It was a quick turnaround. Yeah. So that's coming up quick, Rich. If it wasn't if it wasn't for all of our uh, Patreon uh, entries, that would be really quick.
3: <laughs> yeah, it would be. I think I'm looking at the other one too. Four was released in '95, I think. Yeah, that one was no. delayed.
0: I knew that the development on on four was delayed because they wanted to just try to perfect it as best they could.
3: Yeah, yeah. Rich, well, if- it was released in Japan in '93, and then it went to America in '95. So that's a huge, you know, gap between the two.
0: Hmm. I don't even know, I don't know any of the differences in the versions unless it was just translation issues, but I, I couldn't tell you as far as what the Japanese version had versus the English-speaking version.
1: Um, I think, uh, yeah, most of it is just translation stuff, Rob. Uh, one of the thing translation bits between um, 1 and 2, so you know uh, Lutz in Final Fantasy Star 2, Oh, Final Fantasy Star. <laughs> okay. I'm getting all these mixed up now. In <laughs> Fantasy Star Two. Uh he is actually uh the the guy who travels around with Alice in Fantasy Star One. Oh yeah? Yeah, it's the same character. But the translators got the character's name wrong in Fantasy Star One, but they got it right in Fantasy Star Two. <laughs> so that point was really lost. Oh wow. Uh, I can't remember the, the Fantasy Star One characters' names now. <laughs> um, it was
0: Elise, Odin,
1: Ma, Ma, Meow, and, and Noah. Yes, um, Noah. So I thought the spaceship was named after Noah, but it wasn't. So did I. The spaceship is just a reference to Noah's Ark.
0: Well, that's, uh, but, that's 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 probably beauty of the storytelling. Is that as you're playing it, you think Noah from One, So you get to the end, and you're like, oh wait, no, Noah's Ark. Oh.
1: <laughs> but, um, yeah, it wasn't supposed to be Noah from one at all in any way, shape, or form. It <laughs> was supposed to be Noah in one, it was supposed to be called Lutz. And then when you wake up Lutz from his little sarcophagus, uh, that is Lutz from that is Noah from Fantasy Star One. He's just been asleep all this time. Okay. It's the same guy. It looks, yeah, the
0: sprites look the same too.
1: Yeah. And that guy I just showed you, uh, Tyler, the guy who rescues you from the space yeah. station, he is the descendant of, um, uh, what's his name? Oh, he just said it. <laughs> uh, the big stocky guy, uh, Odin. Odin. Yeah, he's yeah. the descendant of Odin, and obviously uh, Rolf's the descendant of Alice, mm-hmm. and Mayu is. Uh, all of her descendants are running around the Sucre space station. And if you wear the magic oh, yeah. cap, you can talk to them all.
0: <laughs> I did. I do remember that.
1: Yeah, so they they did they they put oh, a few oh. links in back, which is quite a nice. Very uh, cool. Uh, yeah, but I just want to point out to Rich that if it wasn't for the patron entries, uh, Fantasy Star Free would only be five games away. Yeah, that'd have been. <laughs> so, but isn't Richard one of those Patreons? So you know <laughs> he is. I think that's why yeah,
0: he. I might, I might be uh, theory crafting here, but maybe that's his way of pushing, pushing the fantasy. <laughs> oh.
1: Do you know what? Oh, do you know what? You're absolutely right. The game <laughs> we will be playing, Legend of Legalia, which is Rich's Patreon entry, and then we'll be playing Fantasy Star Free. Oh, look at that carrot and stick, Rich. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yep. I might swap Land. those. Two, I might swap those two round. Um. You know, no. you, just to make sure. You know, you have to finish Fantasy Star three before you can play Legends of Legalia.
3: <laughs> well, that's fine. We
1: can do that.
2: Fantasy
0: <laughs> Star three is short. I mean, my 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 gameplay time for two was you know, twenty seven hours, and I was able to get three Fantasy Star three done in under. Eighteen
1: hours, so it's it's it's, it's a shorter game. Ah, oh, cool. <laughs> Hopefully, it's less of a grind. <laughs> Although I don't see that happening. Mm, it's a shorter game. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shorter game, same grind. Yes. Okay. Um. So, do you have anything else you'd like to add, Rob, about uh Fantasy Star Two?
0: No. Um. I liked it. Um. I you have my scores from from. Yes, before, I believe right? you
1: gave it an eighty-two point five. I think that's about if, what I think. If I'm, if I'm correct, theater. I think you were the yep. first person <laughs> to give a point five on something. <laughs> yep. um, yes, uh, I gave it an 86.3. Free, free recurring. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, rich gave it an incomplete. Yeah, Rich Rich gave it an incomplete. We haven't counted Rich's scores to the host scores. Yep. <laughs> we're not going to count those. But yeah, absolutely,
3: absolutely <laughs> right there, loved
1: yeah. it. I thought it was a really good bit of fun, Fantasy Star 2. Um, it was difficult. Um, but really good fun. Um, so, what I do have for you, Rich? Uh, sorry, uh, Rob. <laughs> Damn it! Why you? Why do all you Americans start with R? <laughs> uh, I've got a little quiz for you on Fantasy Star Two.
0: Yes. Oh.
1: Yeah, I would. Uh, I wouldn't give it to Rich because I don't think he would get many of it right. <laughs> I played the game back <laughs> in the spring, so whoa, 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 whoa. give it a it's, shot. It's a mixture. Some of them, some of them are hard. Some of them aren't so hard. So, are you ready for this? Fire away. Question one. It's multiple choice as well. Uh, what is the name of the star system in which the game is set? You got Alto, Ango, Algo, or Argo. I believe
0: well, it is the Algo system.
1: Correct. Well, I say correct. <laughs> this uh, this online quiz will tell me at the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is the name of the main character?
0: It Rolf,
1: Ash, Rolf. Yep. <laughs> it Rolf. says chosen by I the think... player, defaults Rolf if none is chosen. It really gives it away. See, I told you, this isn't going to be too difficult. <laughs> what type of creature is Nye? Is she a human-biomonster hybrid? Is she a biomonster, a human, or none of the above? I thought she was a human-biomonster hybrid. That's what I would have chosen. I'm a bit suspicious about that question though, because uh, in <laughs> her character description, she's called a Newman. <laughs> I thought mm. she was half like the the cross between monsters and humans. Yeah, I think I think that is right. I'm just I'm just a bit uh, suspicious whether the question is going to go wrong. She was a Newman. <laughs> um, which city does the game begin?
2: Oh,
0: <clears throat> and there's Cassia? no. Inwit? Pasio.
1: Correct. I've been calling it peso because ah. um, uh, I think it's spelt the same way as like the old Spanish currency. And like um, Mercedes, uh, peset- uh, which is the currency in Fantasy Star, is very similar to the word pesetas, which used to be the Spanish currency before everyone changed to the euro. So <laughs> That's just how I looked at it anyway. I'm
2: sure uh, that's what they had in mind.
1: Now, here's a fun one for you. Rudo is the first character to join your heroes in... Like, the first extra character to join your heroes in the game. Mm -hmm. What is his full name?
0: Rudolph. I don't have a last name. (laughs) No? No Rudo? I just know it's Rudolph. It's in the red nose reindeer.
1: Rudolph... Rudolf is correct. Um, his last name's Steiner. Uh, oh. <laughs> I know I that sorry. that's that's a ridiculous one. <laughs> um, oh, I'll type in Rudolf. See if you get half a point. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: clears
1: throat> uh, which is the first town you can pick up? Tri- uh, you can purchase Trimate. Oh God, I have no idea on is that it one. Peso, Zima, Armia, or Curry? I'll that's just right. say Zima. Zema, I think you might actually be right. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that one. Uh, which town on motor is hardest to reach? You got Petia, Petia. i Upta, Zema, and Armia. I'm gonna say Petia. Cool. I think it might be Upta, but I'm not too sure. Uh, which is. Which is the largest and most complex of the four dams? Blue. Final answer. <laughs> blue. Final answer. Oh yeah, I didn't read them out. <laughs> Red, blue, yellow, or green. Um, yes. So blue. Um, oh, here we go. Which planet is destroyed? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, according to according to the video you showed me, I'm going to say Palma.
1: Correct. <laughs> <laughs> It. And finally, which is the most powerful sword in the game? You've got the Nye Sword, the Sword of Ango, the Laser Sword, or the Laconian Sword?
0: The Nye Sword. Correct. One needs all of the Nye equipment to progress to the final.
1: Yes, and without the Nye Sword in Rolf's hand in, during the final battle, you won't be able Everybody. to recover from evil. Everybody will just go crazy and kill each other. <laughs> Yes, or just keep stealing each other's items, which happened to me. <laughs> right, so I'm going to submit your answers. Let's see what we get. So, question, um, question run, uh, which was the name of the solar system. Algo was correct. Uh, what was the name of the main character? Rolf was correct. Uh, Nye is a human bio monster hybrid. It didn't didn't screw us over there.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, Peso was the uh, was the place where you start the game. That's correct. And it gave us a correct answer for Rudolph. Awesome. <laughs> he so gave us the correct answer. Well done. Uh where could you first purchase TriMate? It was actually Zima, not Karai I did say Zima. What? No, I thought you said Karai Oh no. No, he said Zima. Oh, okay. Sorry about yep. that You got you got that one right. So you got number six right. Rich uh, you
0: kicking back with a nice Zima right now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rich? <laughs> back.
3: What? What? <laughs> you, you, you kick him back with a nice cold Zima. I mean, that'd be bad. It's six, almost seven o'clock in the morning. But yeah, sure
1: why not. It's just It'd like why you
2: drinking
3: Zima anyway.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so the hardest town to reach uh, was Petia or Patia. Petia, where was called? <laughs> you got that right. You've done really well here, Rob. Uh, now, I would have thought you'd got this one right. Which is the largest and most complex of the four dams? It was actually the Green Dam. <sighs> Damn. The blue dam. Um, <laughs> which planet is destroyed Yep, it was palm uh, and which is the most powerful sword in the game uh, the nice sword so you scored 9 out of 10 Woo-hoo! well done thank you very much you are a fantasy star 2 uh, aficion- aficionado <laughs> Uh, I, I should have thought a bit of a better superlative to give you then.
0: That. Yeah, that I think about it, I should go on to how long to beat and see how many people actually logged in, and completed games on iOS. <laughs>
1: I, I bet no one.
0: Yeah. Well, tell you what, the t- touchscreen wasn't that big of a deal until you got to the one dungeon with the sword where you had to fall off at a specific square. That was uh, that was tough for me
1: on a touchscreen. Um, yeah, it was alright on mine. Um, <laughs> I did. I did okay with my touchscreen. I mean, yeah. How long to beat has it down as a uh, f- uh, thirty-two hours, oh,
0: and thirty-six yeah. hours for
1: a completionist. Yeah. I think correct. So. Uh, there's I no use, I, no logs for iOS. <laughs> I might have to change that. <laughs> you could be the first. <laughs> World's first, right here. Right here, right now. You know. Right now. I know I'm the third best speedrunner of Mad Max of Metal Max Returns. Congratulations on the bronze! Yeah, love a bronze medal over here in the UK. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, Bill's happy with his
0: bronze. Playing God save the queen.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, God 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 save her. She needs saving.
2: Uh,
1: You know, God God forbid Prince Charles when he becomes king. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully he'll abdicate and we'll go straight to William. I think that needs to happen. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right then. Well, thank you very much, Rob. Thank it's you been, guys uh, for having me. Very
0: yeah, it's much. I, been I really good.
1: It. Been really good having you on, mate. It's been uh, it's nice to hear someone who actually played it back way back when. Yeah, it's nice to it's yeah. nice to hear that it was shipped with a manual that Rich could have used. Yes, I'm 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 the
0: old fart playing these games. Yes, that is true. Thanks for reminding.
1: Me. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. I, I'm an old fart too, mate. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, right. I had I had the means to play this game. I just never heard of it when I was a child, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, it didn't come up onto my radar. So, yeah. cool. Right, well, thanks for your time, Rob. I appreciate it, guys. You guys have a good one. Thanks a lot. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Yep. Lovely to do a review show. <laughs> Hopefully we'll have some more coming up shortly. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to follow us, follow us at, um, RPG years on Twitter. You can contact me at Metanica M-E-T-U-N-N-I-C-A, and me at Hailblue1569. Yeah. And if you want to support the show, you can always just uh, leave us an iTunes review, or you can you know you can sponsor us a buck a month on Patreon, and you get all you get my uh, audio-only Let's Plays. Uh, I'm also doing audio only Let's Plays uh, for free of the Fantasy Star Saga, uh, <laughs> Fantasy Star Legend, uh, which uh, our our patrons. Fantasy said, yeah. Star Legend? What are you talking about? Final <laughs> Fantasy Legend. Final Fantasy Legend. Yes, yeah, sorry. Final Fantasy Legend. Oh my Legend. god! I'm doing, yeah, I'm doing that for free. Uh, my, all, well, the audio-only let's plays I'm putting out onto the normal podcast feed because, um, yeah, I spoke to the guys on Discord and they were like, "Do you know what? No one's there's not a lot of love out there for this game, so let's 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 just throw it out there for everyone." There so, you go. Cool. So you get to hear me do that as well. All right, guys. Um, hopefully, uh, yeah. We'll see you next week. Sounds good. Have a good one, guys. Bye for now.
3: I'm Troidal Power, host of Troidal Power Presents, the Power Playthroughs Podcast with Troidal Power. It's an audio-only let's-play podcast where I play video games and tell you about them. It's like Twitch for your ears! You can find Troidal Power Presents, the Power Playthroughs Podcast with Troidal Power on probablywork.com, geek or you can look for me on Patreon to sponsor an episode. Troidal Power Presents, the Power Playthroughs Podcast with Troidal Power. Let's play video games!